Are you attending Shop Talk? If you are, I hope that you're ready for the AI-driven future of commerce. If not, you can get ready by joining us and our friends from IM Digital, a leading retail experience agency, to learn about the future of commerce. You can join their March 18th event taking place at Shop Talk exclusively with your invite from Future Commerce. Find out more today at events.imdigital.com. Future Commerce is brought to you by DotMailer. DotMailer is faster, smarter, and better email marketing automation. DotMailer is trusted by thousands of leading brands around the world. You can start your free trial today at dotmailer.com slash futurecommerce. And be sure to use the offer code futurecommerce for 20% off applicable DotMailer packages. Future Commerce is brought to you by Turn2. Turn2 provides customer content solutions with a roadmap for the future. Turn2 is proud to support this podcast to further the conversation on commerce innovation. Learn more at turn2networks.com slash future commerce. Future Commerce is brought to you by Link. Link makes your customers' post-purchase experience something they love through breakthrough innovation in artificial intelligence. Be sure to stick around to the middle of the show for a special offer. You can visit Link online today at letslink.com slash podcast. That's letslink.com slash podcast. Welcome to Future Commerce, the podcast about cutting edge and next generation commerce. I'm Brian. I'm Philip. Today we 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 have a lot to catch up on. Um, <laughs> hey, we're listen. I know what you guys want to hear. You want to hear about the Echo Look, and we're going to talk about it. But we got a lot of other stuff to catch up on too. So just hold on to your pants. It's coming. <laughs> promise. Uh, you know what else you could hold on to? The not hold on. Yeah, to. you could not hold on to your feedback. We could. <laughs> this, this is terrible. You can tell that we haven't done this in a while. We we want your feedback for today's show, uh, and we want you to leave that uh, in a place where you can start a discussion with some other people. Uh, so you and other listeners, that you can go to futurecommerce.fm, uh, scroll to the bottom of the episode title, and there's a discuss comment box. We want you to pop your feedback in there and start a discussion. And uh, we also want you to leave our uh, some feedback. Um, pop us a five star on iTunes or Google Play. Uh, um, and you can also listen to us uh, anywhere that you happen to be with your Amazon Echo uh, on TuneIn Radio with the phrase, Alexa, play Future Commerce Podcast. Woo. Well, welcome. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> this is it. Um, it's been a busy conference season. Uh, you and I have been uh, here, there, and everywhere in the past couple months. And uh, we somehow managed to squeeze in a bunch of uh, podcasts in between, but uh, they, they've looked a little different recently, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's some pretty cool stuff going on. I mean, I, I've really enjoyed our, our recent podcast, but they haven't been sort of our standard. Um, and so I'm excited to kind of get back to it. Yeah, me too. Uh, we've also, yeah. we, we had some feedback that uh, people sort of like the diversity, um, but they like when you and I sort of do the pundit thing. And so uh, we're going to we're gonna listen to that feedback, try to give you a little bit more uh, of the punditry. Uh, but you know, listen, you should take this as a compliment. A lot of people are saying they like when you talk more. So I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to try to shut my mouth. No, man, this is all good. We, <laughs> we, uh, we spur each other on. <laughs> Apparently I'm very opinionated, <laughs> uh, but I like it. I like it. And, uh, well, yeah. So we actually, I think since the last time we, we talked, um, 
we, we've been through Shop Talk and a few other conferences. And uh, I know uh, Shop Talk EU is coming up and they've just recently announced uh, a bunch of their uh, speakers, uh, including a couple of their keynotes. Um, so Shop Talk EU is coming up in October uh, 9th through 11th in Copenhagen, um, where I might be. I might be visiting Copenhagen, but at the end of May. Uh, but a bunch of people that you would probably recognize, um, including yeah, Shop Talk is killing it right now. They're, gosh, I mean, yeah, they are. They're out there in front of it, uh, getting great content. Um, what you think of the content at Shop Talk? It, it was it was it was pretty good. It was good, uh, but uh, like, there's this phrase that I have that's uh, uh, try hard. Like when someone when someone. <laughs> When someone tries a little too hard, yeah, I, f- yeah, yeah. I feel like some of the content was just trying too hard to fit into the overarching, you know, futuristic view into, uh, you know, into retail. And while I love that, you know, shop talk is about that, but it's it's about a lot of things. And to some people, I mean, just having you know digital commerce is the future for them. Like they're not even there yet. Um, so it's a broad range, and you see a lot of like huge brick and mortar sh- uh uh merchants at these shows like massive uh massive brands you know and and that's represented i think in the speaker panels too um all you have yeah. to do is you go to shoptalkeurope.com <laughs> featured speakers is like you know it's Go- yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's uh, Google, Casper, Ikea, Harrods, Pizza Hut. You know, you can't, you can't really, <laughs> you've heard of everybody basically. It's, it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, it is cool. Uh, I don't know. What was your take? I, I know that we, we sort of covered Shop Talk a bit when we were uh, with Acquia, which you should go listen to. That was a really great, uh, it was a really great panel uh, for us to, and one of the largest uh, that we've done yet as a live event. So, yeah, yeah, I thought that went really well too. I, I thought it was really cool being in person. It was our first in person podcast, um, and um, yeah, had a little had a little crew of people. Actually, if you listen through, yeah. uh, someone comes up and just starts talking to us in the middle, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do we so, do we do we get do we bleep that out? No, did we didn't. It, I left it. it. Oh, I didn't. Yeah. Yeah, we, we just left. <laughs> that it. was awesome. You know, live is live. Yeah. Uh, but it, it was really great. You know, uh, we're we're uh, we're always excited to be able to meet people like at these events and capture uh, real conversations. Uh, you know, with people who are actually cutting new ground, forging new ground. So, speaking of being at events, uh, yeah. it was pretty awesome being a part of. Uh, Mage Talk Live at Imagine. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I really yeah, enjoyed that. Magento <laughs> Imagine. Uh, so Magento, the e-commerce platform, uh, has their large annual conference in Las Vegas every year. Uh, and so we were there at the beginning of April uh, where Future Commerce did some uh, live podcasting, which was awesome. Yeah, yeah. We got to um, collaborate with the Mage Talk uh, and it was it was great. I mean, I felt like the chemistry was really good and got to cover the show, you know, and from sort of our perspective, which was cool. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and, and do some live streaming, which was awesome. I, um, if you haven't seen that yet, head over to magetalk.com and check out the, uh, the episodes that are posted there. Um, the, there's both the live stream feed and the, um, and an edited episode. So, yeah. um, you should check it out. It's, it's really good content. Yeah. And, Mark, uh, Mark, Mark Lavelle, the CEO of Magento, came on. I I really enjoyed that. Mark is a Mark is a great guy. I Man. love talking. 
Mark. Yeah, he's he's amazing. Uh, we we had a really good time with him uh, in as uh, sort of joining us for the show. Uh, thank you to Magenta for making that happen. But we uh, we're going to be doing a bunch more of that kind of stuff. And uh, in fact, yeah. uh, just coming up real quick here at the beginning of June, we'll be at IRCE. Um, which is the Internet Retailer Conference and Expo, probably the largest uh, or the second largest show uh, in retail and, and digital commerce. Second. Yeah. Second. <laughs> the big show they'd like to tell you is the biggest one. Um, IRCE feels pretty darn huge. Um, always some great speakers there as well. Uh, but we'll be there. We'll be on site. So you need to come make make some time. Uh, Brian and I will be hanging out at the Something Digital booth, uh, which is – uh, which is actually uh, in a pretty good spot, and right in the middle of uh, uh, right in the middle of all the action this year. So we're we're really excited uh, to be there and hooking up with them to do some live podcasting, and uh, we'd love to get some you know some business uh, uh, industry insiders and some analysts and get people's take on not just the show but the content being produced at the show. And so uh, if you happen to see us walk in the show floor, come grab us. Say hi. Yeah, yeah, come say hi. Uh, yeah. ask maybe us questions, if, give us may, feedback. Just standing and make sure that we're not recording before you come and talk to us. Though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, but no, this is very, very cool. Uh, uh, can't wait to do that. It's going to be great. And that'll sort of wrap up conference season uh, for us to some degree. And uh, we're going to get rolling. Maybe. Well, Actually, yeah. Yeah, and you know what? Actually, by the time this comes out, this will uh, be our anniversary. So happy Happy birthday, Future Commerce. We're uh, almost one year old since uh, the inception. We we dropped, uh, we were stealth for some time, and we dropped a bunch of episodes yep. in August of 2016, uh, but we had been recording since right about May or or early June of uh, 2016, so we're coming up on our one-year anniversary, um, so uh, congratulations. We've been doing this for a year. Happy birthday. <laughs> We're we're pretty old for a podcast. Yeah, not, you know it's true. Yeah, yeah, we're not we're not super old. And uh, thank you to the listeners too. You're making us pretty successful. We want to thank uh, some of our new sponsors, uh, Turn to, uh, who is uh, sponsoring us for a few episodes. I want to thank uh, Dot Mailer, who is uh, coming on, uh, brand new to our uh, our family here at Future Commerce, love, and so uh, Dot Mailer. Yeah, we're picking up a real audience. We've got some real sponsors, and uh, you can expect some real good stuff coming uh, in the future. Speaking of money, uh, (laughs) speaking of money and sponsors, uh, you want to take this next one? Yeah, IBM uh, has got their XPRIZE um, contest going on right now, and I think 147 teams have joined (laughs) up, competing for a $5 million prize. Gosh. Uh, I love love that IBM is doing this. Yeah. You know, I, I, this is a great way to get, you know, sort of up and coming people interested in, 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 in really like up to snuff on Watson. And sure. so, um, I, I appreciate that they're doing this and then there's some nice rewards at the end for people that do a really good job and it could actually propel the, you know, propel them to success on the Watson platform. So yeah, it really could. Uh, yeah, I, I, I um, it's a, but I this is the sort of thing they should be doing, right? As a very right. large company with a lot of cash, right? Yeah. yeah. So we'll keep an eye on that and see who who ends up taking the prize home. What they do, I'm really interested to see what they do. I mean, would you like would you like to hazard any predictions or guesses as to uh, uh, what uh, you know what we might see out of that? Mm, no, actually, I think 
I think, you know, given that, given what Watson can accomplish, I, I, I feel like, um, anything could come out of this. That, <laughs> that's, that's the thing. Like, right. This is, this is Watson's so big and yeah, sure. And so you could apply it in so many different ways. Sure. Um, you know, this is the fourth year that they've done this. Um, and I feel like every year something really interesting comes out. So yeah, sure. I, it, it will be interesting. I mean, I saw, did you see Tom Robert Shaw's, um, uh, um, bit on, on, um, personality testing on Watson? No, no. That sounds really awesome. Yeah. Fill, fill um, me in. What's, what's, what's Tom's? Um, I should know this. I think it's just Tom Robert Shaw. No, it's Bobby Shaw on Twitter. No, no, no. On his what? What's his blog? Oh, I'm not sure. We'll look it up. Think, Go, but but fill us in. Yeah. So oh, he 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 had um, Watson profile his um his personality basically his strengths hmm. and um he he did a a little study associated with that on um, with with like. Redditors or something like that. Yeah, yeah, like, I've actually yeah. found it now. It's a, uh, it's tomrobertshaw.net, and it's a post from April. There it is, uh, 2017. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I'm seeing it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the, he 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 went and um, went to this AI conference in Bath, and they were doing a, a study on um, on AI, and it's a it's a and and basically applied it to Reddit um, hmm. to, to see basically what 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 their personal values were based on social media word use um oh that's right and it, it was values essentially um and and it had to do with personality traits and so tom did it to himself and it was really interesting to see what you know what what he actually valued so um have a look at uh, yeah. tomrobertshaw.net in april um investigating investigating redditors values with ibm watson great article very very cool article. Um, this actually reminds me of something that I uh, that I point um, uh, that I pointed out in one of my talks. I spoke at Bronto Summit a few weeks ago. Um, That's right, man. Which is uh, the big email marketing uh, platform that was recently uh, acquired by Oracle uh, via NetSuite. And so it was is a very cool opportunity to speak there. Um, but it reminded me of uh, the uh, there was this really great uh, retrospective. On, I believe, Hidden Brain, the Hidden Brain podcast uh, with uh, Shankar Vedantam. I don't know if you ever listened to that. Fantastic podcast. Uh, but they talked about uh, in the late uh, uh, 2000s or late, uh, like 2008, 2009, right when Facebook was really spooling up and Facebook apps were all the rage, uh, somebody created a My Personality app, uh, which used um, very similar, uh, you know, uh, uh, personality profiling for people that would take actual personality tests. Um, and the uh, incredible thing about uh, my personality, which was, you know, a test that people took, is that it it turned into seven or eight million people that took the my personality personality test, which was an actual psychologist, you know, uh, the actual four personalities personality Test that which looks hmm. very similar to what you know is being done here with uh, Watson in this uh, in this thought experiment. What they did was is of of the seven or eight million people uh, that uh, took the test, 
90% or so uh, of them uh, allowed access to their Facebook profile to allow them to see their social network and to review their uh, their social network posting. And so what they found was uh, if, if you had, uh, they could accurately predict within 95% uh, confidence, your personality uh, traits, uh, everything from agreeableness to introversion, all of those, uh, you know, conscientiousness, all of those major personality markers by only about 25 or 30 likes that you've made. So the content of the post and the like, or the brands that you like, uh, and the content on those brands or pages, or even your political disposition can be determined in 25 to 30 likes. In fact, they could even uh, uh, peg your personality as close as what your spouse would do within 200 likes. The average wow. Facebooker, uh, <laughs> the average Facebook uh, user has, you know, three to 5,000 likes um, uh, over, you know, a four to five year period. So um, it's the largest database of human personality ever compiled in human history. In fact, it's been, the data has been anonymized and submitted as part of research um, that is now uh, sort of open source to be uh, studied by psychologists. So it's it's kind of an incredible uh, psychiatric or, or or personality study uh, that that even you know uh, uh, anthropologists and and people in human sciences are starting to uh, dig into because it's it's so incredible and so deep. So I love that Tom is getting into this, and I love that Watson's part of it. And I think we can see more of this from things like the X Prize. Yeah, totally. I do agree with that. Um, so, you know, it's exciting to see, you know, what's being done with AI. Speaking of AI, um, Ikea, uh, made a really bold move, um, in, in, and actually, um, opened up their AI, uh, research, um, with do you speak human.com? Yeah. Yeah. Super cool. This is really interesting. Um, essentially they want to democratize well, they say democratize tomorrow's AI. Um, and so essentially, um, they, they have a future living lab and they want to see how people feel about AI. And so, um, they want to, they want people to share what they feel like the future of AI will be. And they, you know, they kind of plan to, to open this up and, um, they'll be very clear about, you know, what it is that people are saying and, What's what's you know essentially what's what's going to happen with AI or what they feel like is going to happen with AI, um, based yeah. off this research. So what, what I'm really I, excited to see what the outcome is. What I really like about this is that it's a very consumer centric uh, uh, site, and it's a it it's it really kind of it's it's focused on education uh, and focused on trying to uh, you know I think position IKEA as a as a brand that's thinking about, you know, interaction beyond, uh, beyond just their in-store, you know, retail consumer experience, but begin to invest in other areas. And I think that's where, you know, we like, you know, the, the whole charter of our podcast was talking about not just the future of commerce, but how retail pushes, um, our technology, uh, forward, right? Because retail is the core, uh, retail, um, you know, purchasing, bartering is the core of our civilization. <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's the reason why we all work. It's the reason why we all, um, you know, pursue our passions and our dreams is is to to have self sustaining 
to make a living and sustain ourselves. And, and I think that at the core of that is commerce. Um, and so seeing a brand like Ikea push this sort of initiative is uh, really inspiring. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, you know, it's, it's really the, it's an economic engine behind innovation, right? That's, that's what retail, you know, it's one of those engines behind innovation. And, uh, so I just, yeah, I appreciate it. I, I love that. I, I, I think it's cool that a retailer at scale of Ikea is, is sort of recognizing that they are a leader. Sure. Um, and, that, and that's one thing that, you know, it's almost like they're, you know, kind of self-aware about it. Like, oh, wow. Like we're more than just a, a, a seller of, 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 um, cheap furniture. <laughs> we're... <laughs> In every sense of the word. Yes. Yep. Exactly. Uh, what we're doing is going to shape the future of, of how people live and interact and, um, you know, and, and, um, the types of technologies they're going to use in their everyday life are going to be connected to, to what we're doing right now. And so, and why not, why don't we be a little bit more engaged with this? Um, you know, and, and be the, you know, really demonstrate the leaders that we are and, and open it up so that and involve, involve the world in it. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would say, uh, you know, you have a uh, we have a, an obligation uh, to continue to push progress forward, uh, not just for like broader economic development or a broader economic opportunity, uh, but because I think there's you know we we can't relax on the efficiencies of of the modern world. Uh, there are plenty of people uh, in this world who don't have uh, access to technology that would make their life you know, markedly better. Everything from, you know, we're, we're over here talking about self-driving cars. There's people that still need clean water. And uh, so we, we, we need to be investing in uh, all kinds of technology and, and economic uh, development. Um, so, and, and, and infrastructure too. One thing I'd love to see us talk more about is IoT for industry. Um, yes. Because yeah. I, really, I really think that that's the kind of thing that has uh, potential to sort of revolutionize the, the way that we think about manufacturing um, and efficiency and and one of the key markers of of you know of an economy is productivity and um, and I'm I'm really I'm really interested to get someone on to talk about stuff like that because I think it could be really important um, actually over on the merchant to merchant podcast we we recently had um, which is at uh, podcast that's something digital.com you should go check it out we uh, interviewed uh, Sean Failer from uh, from uh, Pentair uh, Water Systems, which is a Fortune 500 company, global company that does water filtration systems, which sounds terribly unsexy. Uh, but when you hear what they're doing uh, with their uh, sustainable fishing initiatives and their water filtration efforts and some of their uh, charitable and government work that they do uh, in cities you know, like Flint, Michigan, but in other municipalities as well, uh, and, and then some of their broader you know, global, uh, uh, social good, uh, that they're investing in. It's, it's, you know, it's, there are companies that are doing this, uh, and we should, you know, hold, I, we should hold the brands that we, that we love to higher standards to continue to push these things forward as well. Totally great. Uh, you know, it's something that I love. I love that technology is making something that was previously very unsexy, very sexy. It's like, true. 
But, <laughs> and, and that's happening across the board right now. Like um, uh, the Predicts platform by uh, GE, really sexy stuff. I, in fact, GE did a whole campaign about how cool it actually was. Um, yeah. But it, it actually is really cool. Um, their, their IoT platform, it's ex- I think it's expected to process more data than the entire internet. Um, not, not too long from now, I think by like 2020 or something like that. Um, <laughs> because they've got sensors in all of that, you know, like everywhere in everything that GE touches. Um, and including like all of BP's oil refineries, like it, and then that's just one example. So it, it's an insane amount of IOT data that, that it, and that's an entire world that I wish I knew a lot more about mm. because it's it's so cool right now. Like IOT is absolutely revolutionizing the way that you know business to business transactions happen and yeah, um, how people are are thinking about their data. Yeah, um, supply chain is is being revolutionized yeah, by by blockchain. You know. And and you know what's what's really interesting is IOT. Um, we're so off topic right now, but I'm I loving know. this. Uh, yeah, what, what's great about <laughs> IoT is that it it can actually enhance the consumer experience. Again, not to re-reference it, but one of the talks I gave uh, at uh, the Bronto Summit was about the future of commerce. And the future of commerce, in my mind, uh, the near future isn't AI and VR. It's you know just transparency and supply chain. Like you know when how many of the widgets that you're trying to buy do I have on hand? How many are inbound? When will they ship? You know, how often do I get them in stock? When can you expect them to be back in stock? All those speaking things of, are speaking of which, important. Right. I just saw an article that said that um, Microsoft's um, blockchain um, supply, their supply uh, supply chain initiative with blockchain, they just bumped up their partners to I think it was thirteen, which doesn't sound like that many, but it, I think it, it you know it's it's a growing thing like. There are 13 partners out there that that are actively pursuing how to improve supply chain with blockchain. Um, I know that we just jumped from IoT to blockchain, but you were talking <laughs> in your mind, they're chain. like one and the same. No, 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 <laughs> no. But no, you were talking supply chain and and how how it's like right now. Sure, like one of the most important pieces of of improvement in commerce, and I totally agree. Like this stuff is happening in the here and now and it's, it's affecting you as a consumer a lot more than I think you're even realizing. Mm. Yeah, I think so too. Well, I think that in, in, in any, you know, big data, uh, yawn at the term, uh, there's a lot of data that's produced by, uh, these sorts of, you know, metric and, and, uh, information gathering tools and systems where we used to, you know, where we used to, uh, you know, we, we would just gather data on high points in manufacturing, you know, like rate of output, rate of breakage. Um, now we have, you know, very, very fine grained data and we have to find ways of making that data useful, uh, which is also another one of those future of commerce things is putting data to better work. I do think the underlying technology of AI and blockchain and things like that, especially when, you, when you're talking about, um, you know, accounting or, or transactional or historical, uh, uh, you know, relation of data. Those are all things I think they're useful applications of blockchain. But I don't think that AI or blockchain, as as much as they are appealing to venture capital firms, 
Um, I don't think that they are the things that enable technology to be good inherently. I think transparent technology is the things that enable humans to be better at what we do. And we want, you know, the consumer experience and the merchant experience, we want transparent technology that just enables better experiences. That's what we want. And so I'm, I'm excited for, for better, more transparent technology uh, so that we don't think about interacting with the technology. We think about interacting, you know, as humans. With each other? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, no, as, uh, as, as, uh, as um, Karen Baker put it, uh, it's, it's not, it's not business to business. It's not B2C. It's human to human. Right. <laughs> um, Preci- yeah, precisely. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, that's good. Uh, speaking of, uh, no, I don't, I don't think that's a good transition, but I want to transition anyway. <laughs> um, did you see that Badu, uh, open source their, uh, their, um, their car tech, their AI for cars? Yeah, I saw that. That's insane. Yeah. Um, super cool. Super cool. I think there's a, uh, I'm kind of going back to AI a little bit, but it's just another example of another business that's, that's being transparent with, uh, with what they're doing and opening it up for, for everyone to take a part in. Mm. Um, so now, you know, even Tata Motors can go add Badu, Badu to their, uh, <laughs> to their cars. Um, right. Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> Uh, that's not uncommon these days. It's like people are taking a lot of the the learning and the data and sort of open sourcing it. You know, I, especially in Elon Musk uh, recently open sourced patents for um, you know a lot of their electric car technology um, as well, right? Yep. Yeah, they did. I was uh, really cool. Future Commerce is brought to you by Dot Mailer. Dot Mailer is used by thousands of marketers around the world. It has quick and easy campaign creation with a world-class intuitive interface. The DotMailer team is always on hand from email creation, creative, and delivery to dedicated consultancy, helping you build your own success story. DotMailer is built to play well with others. You can build your own marketing cloud by extending DotMailer or integrating it with your existing e-commerce and business platforms. Become a smarter, faster, better marketer and create sophisticated and measurable campaigns with DotMailer. Go to dotmailer.com slash futurecommerce to start your free trial today and be sure to use the offer code futurecommerce for 20% off DotMailer packages. Thanks again to DotMailer for supporting Future Commerce. Future Commerce is brought to you by Turn2. Turn2 is the fastest growing customer content platform provider to the Internet Retailer 500. They provide innovative ratings and reviews and visual reviews to the largest companies in the world, and they're backed by the highest customer service rating in the business. You can find out more today at turn2networks.com slash futurecommerce. Link is the best way to get your customers coming back to buy again. Link's Cortex AI platform creates rich relationships with every customer at every touchpoint on every platform. From Magento to Shopify, Hybris and Demandware, over 300 logistic and reverse logistic carriers around the world are integrated with Link. Link brings your brand to where customers are on Facebook Messenger, Alexa, SMS, and more. Let Link add the power of artificial intelligence to your business. For a limited time, Future Commerce listeners can claim an exclusive trial offer for 30 days free of Link Cortex. Sign up today and visit them online at letslink.com slash podcast. That's let's, 
L-I-N-C.com slash podcast. You know, it's what's interesting is, again, this is talking about transparency. Uh, I was recently in Las Vegas, like four times in the past couple months for various conferences. <laughs> I, I happen to be there at the same time as NAM, uh, which is the National Association of Music Merchants. Um, they, uh, they have... Uh, they had a talk, uh, which I caught my eye because I'm I'm a you know consumer of this uh, company's products. Uh, but there's a company called Isotope, which is uh, I believe a German uh, company that makes audio uh, software, um, and in particular they provide a range of software for audio restoration, uh, which can be used in a lot of applications, including in forensic analysis. Um, so you know. Th- uh, we use it in our podcasts for a lot of things, uh, in particular, you know, drawing down background noise or filtering out, you know, bumps or, you know, various things. Uh, and it, it's a really powerful tool. Their newest version, uh, which they talked about at NAM, uh, was, uh, was presented as they've, they've used uh, machine learning and a, and a, fa- a facet of their cloud service to incorporate some machine learning uh, algorithms into their most recent products, one of which is called Neutron. And what it does is it takes, it's used machine learning to, uh, to profile some popular music or some popular media uh, to profile what EQ and compression would sound like uh, on, on average for a particular genre. And then you can use that same machine learning algorithm that it's derived and to apply it to your music um, or to your recordings, your audio recordings. So it's really useful because what's awesome is uh, there's a new standard in podcasts, and this is totally off base, but there's a new standard in podcasts um, that uh, NPR actually uh, wrote a paper on recently uh, about audio loudness levels um, and uh, achieving radio-like um, there's EU regulation that's forming right now around uh, podcasts and loudness and uh, sort of conforming to uh, radio standards um, uh, for podcasts. And uh, in general, uh, th- there's there's this whole really deep concept there. Uh, but in looking into it, tools like Isotope's Neutron product, which is an, a machine learning-based tool, they can make those efforts much easier. So I took the NPR sample, right? I took the NPR uh, profile generated from machine learning over thousands of hours of it uh, uh, listening to NPR. And you can apply that same profile to future commerce and get the same dynamic range, get the same average loudness, and conform to those sort of compliances. It's a tool that is on the surface really easy to use, but has very deep uh, uh, roots in statistical analysis and machine learning uh, and, and big data to apply algorithmic uh, <laughs> uh, processes to audio. And I think that this is <laughs> one of those small things, as, as nerdy as that is for me, um, it's one of those small things that we're going to see that applied in many industries uh, across uh, commerce that we haven't really even thought about or expected it to be applied to. Totally. This is why I don't even want to predict what's going to come out of the X prize, because this is, this is, uh, you know, just another application that someone was like, man, if I just applied machine learning in this way, I could actually achieve the account outcome that I'm looking for, you know, uh, consistently across sure. the board. Um, sure. And, and so like, I would have never thought to do this. There's just, there's so many things that AI can be applied to right now. 
things that are going to be very visible to the public and things that they're never going to even realize. And that's, you know, in commerce, especially, I think that's going to be happening. I mean, we're talking about personalization. Um, Oh, sure. Oh yeah. For sure. I mean, there's going to be a ton of stuff that happens to personalization that's related to machine learning and already has that, you know, you as a consumer, you just say, Oh yeah, I do like that thing that it's suggesting to me or, wow, I'm really enjoying this experience. And it's, it, it's just AI behind the scenes uh, adjusting to your likes and dislikes based off your, your 10 Facebook likes, right? <laughs> um, Actually, speaking of uh, things that consumers really, really like, uh, you, <laughs> uh, nice little segue. Uh, uh, I know, I was going there. Tech Pinions, uh. Tech Pinions uh, recently hit out with an article. Um, there was an analyst, uh, Ben uh, Baharin, over at Tech Pinions, uh, doing some market uh, research analysis and NPS uh, score uh, review for Apple AirPods um, and declaring it a hit. Uh, 98% consumer satisfaction or customer satisfaction. Uh, so 98% of all AirPod owners said that they are satisfied or very satisfied. Remarkably, 82% say were that they were very satisfied. Um, when you compare that, and this is this is crazy. This is just crazy. When you compare that with when the iPhone came out in 2007, it had a 92% satisfaction level and the iPad had a 92% uh, satisfaction level in 2010. Um, so between uh, Creative Strategies and Experian, uh, yeah, the, um, the NPS scores, uh, Net Promoter score is uh, extremely high for AirPods. Came back as a 75. Um, wow. And then uh, actually, as to put that in context, iPhone is uh, 72. Um, so <laughs> people, people freaking love their AirPods. Um, I'm not going to lie. Like that makes AirPods make me want to switch to an iPhone. Like just that alone. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah. Which is, I mean, that's, that's saying a lot. Like I really don't <laughs> want to go to an iPhone, but I'm considering it. <laughs> you you want to hear, you want to hear what the top, uh, I, I'm just basically reading the report because it's so darn good. I don't want to mess it up. You want to hear what the consumer satisfaction report, uh, uh, keywords, the most frequently used words by rep- respondents were, here we go, fit, which is incredible because all I've ever heard on the internet is people complaining about the the iPod headphones fit. Sound quality, convenience, magic, <laughs> love, uh-huh. good sound and battery life. Uh, we'll take a couple of those with a grain of salt. Here's the, here's the blow away. This is 98% consumer satisfaction on the time it takes to charge AirPods. Wow. 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 Um, 97% on Bluetooth pairing. That is magic. That is magic. That's that's incredible. Um, 97% on the Bluetooth pairing process, 95% on the battery life. 95% of of people surveyed in uh, who are AirPod owners say they love the battery life. How crazy is that? Um, Gosh. yeah, it, this really is, is, I think we were calling it a hit before it ever came out. I think we said it's, you know, bringing a, um, Siri, uh, one-touch Siri to, you know, to your head, wherever you happen to be. Uh, but I never expected c- customer sentiment to be this high. It's amazing. I mean, we both were pretty stoked about them when they came out. There's no doubt. Yeah. I think, you know, we both were like, wow, that's like the coolest thing. Like, forget the iPhone for a second. Like, the, when they released the iPhone 7, it was like, Oh, waterproof. Oh, new camera. Oh, you know, little improvement here or there. AirPods were a big improvement. 
they were it was an actual i think it was it was actually a, a true a true moment of innovation in 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 the world yeah and so um i i love it when apple does that and it's funny like <laughs> I, I just don't think that people expected that to be the thing, you know? Yeah, I, um, I, I wasn't expecting it either. Um, yeah. That's why it was so surprising uh, to see that. And I think we're going to see continued improvement there. You know, it would, it would really make it a killer app uh, if, well, there's a couple things. We're, we, we, there's a little bit of disharmony right now in Apple's product line, right? And this yeah. isn't uncommon, uh, Apple has always kind of been in transition. Um, like, uh, you know, iMacs for some time didn't have FireWire 400, and then they had FireWire right. 800, and then they didn't even have that. They only had Thunderbolt. And so as we're kind of changing, uh, you know, standards uh, for for connectors and, and, uh, and adapters and things like that, you know, we're in this really weird space right now where the AirPods, I think, use the Lightning Charger. Um, the new iPhone is U.S. is... Uh, is it USB-C or Lightning still? It's Lightning. I think it's Lightning. It's Lightning. Yeah, uh, but the new MacBook Pros <laughs> are, are USB-C, um, which is probably the future. And I'm seeing, if you want to talk about my con- customer satisfaction, my MacBook Pro is USB-C uh, now. Well, guess what? So is my phone, and I just got a Nintendo Switch, also uh, USB-C. Nice, dude. And, and dude, everything has USB-C. I just got a USB-C uh, external battery, like a you know, like a, a battery that you carry around just to charge your phone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's also charges USB-C. I have more devices now that charge via USB-C than anything else. And I, it is actually better. I, I know it doesn't, it doesn't have MagSafe. So I, I think we're just in a weird time right now. I think people are going to catch on. Um, also, Apple just announced earnings. Um, iPhones are steady, but Macs, uh, MacBook sales are driving profits for, for Apple. And so... Yeah. Um, we're, well, we're, I mean, they yeah. finally released one. <laughs> well, right. <laughs> I mean, it helps when you have a new model. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, seven. It's been seven months. So, I mean, they were announced in October. A lot of people. Right. A lot of people were poo-pooing them, and I think uh, the lesson. It's the same with the AirPods. I think the lesson here is don't listen to people on the internet. Um, because I think That's in the real, lesson. yeah, in the real world, people <laughs> actually, uh, people are actually really liking these products. Yeah. Speaking of, of not listening to people on the internet and, and, and <laughs> here it is. And yeah, 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 yeah. This, this is it. And a new consumer product and something that AI has been applied to that's visible. <laughs> <laughs> Introducing the echo look. <laughs> wow. Uh, 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 yeah. uh here we go. Who saw that coming? Badoom. Psh. Oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> Dad joke. Dad joke. Oh, um, man. Echo look. I, so what is it I, for those who I, haven't heard lie. of it? I, I didn't see this coming. Okay. I didn't see this coming. Like, could you briefly describe what the echo look is? The echo look is a camera that you put in your house. Made by Amazon. By Amazon, obviously, right. Echo. Um, that when you stand in front of it, it tells you whether or not your outfit is actually matching and a, and, and a good outfit and, and looks yeah. good on you. You're getting excited. But, You're shouting now. I, I love how I love how passionate you are about the, uh, the Echo look. <laughs> so, so, but that's not all it does, right? It's got to do more than that. It also takes no, pictures, right? 
Well, it takes pictures. You can take videos. <laughs> I mean, obviously, it's a camera. It's also an Echo. It's also an Echo. Right. It's also an Echo. Which, so, I mean, for for $200, you're getting another Echo with a camera that you can take videos of yourself with. And right. also, it will tell you if you look good. So, what you're not going to hear on this show is how we think this is creepy. Yeah. Um, and you're not going to hear us also talk about, you know, the potential privacy uh, issues. I'm sure well, that'll come up over the next year. Um, yeah. You're also not going to hear about, you know, your creeper boyfriend trying to take pictures of you in the bedroom. That's that's not going to happen either. Uh, but what you will hear about is I think that this is like destined to be a hit. Yeah, I, I do too. I'm going to be upbeat about this because. This is the first time I've I've ever heard you be upbeat about something like this. <laughs> <laughs> that probably means that this is going to be a horrible failure. Um, <laughs> I, here's my take, okay? 2016, there were over 20 million unique outfit of the day posts on Instagram. Yep. 20 million, okay? That's the market for this. There are people who take pictures and post them on Instagram every day of what they're wearing. And I think that you know, there is a real consumer application for this and everyone had the same sort of hatred toward the original Amazon Echo. Yep. And now voice is is here to stay. It's become integrated in so many parts of people's lives. Uh, I think, you know, there are other video devices that we're using that we're not so frustrated with, like Canary, uh, which is a home security tool. Um, Ring, which is a sort of a doorbell system. Uh, there's a lot of video, you know, there's a lot of video, internet video services that we're using. Uh, Dropcam, which was uh, then acquired by Nest. Um, so there's the Nest Cam. Th those things exist already. So whether or not it's Amazon using it is uh, sort of beside the point. What I think is interesting is the body data that they're going to yes. be able to. That's what I wanted to get to. So here's, here's, <laughs> so I know we've been talking about this a lot. It's one of our highest rated episode content. Um, uh, uh, topics on future commerce, but you know, once Amazon has the visual recognition capability to notice that you're wearing something that you bought from Amazon and then notice how it fits on you, yep. it can, it will revolutionize the way that it suggests products to you and the Talk way about yeah. personalization. Yeah. I mean, seriously, this is, this is, this is beyond personalization. This is the next yeah. level. This yeah. is, this is not a. This is not personalization. Like, there's not even a word for what this is. Um, <laughs> there, there is. Uh, gosh, this is the AI that you know Romilly Brian Romilly was talking about. This is the the actual personal assistance. You know, this could get to machine vision. I mean, in yeah. your home, yeah, sure. And and talk about an in-home shopping experience. Like, this is this is, this <laughs> you're, is so, that. you're so excited right now. Um, yeah, yo, I mean, the yeah. thing is, like, initially people are going to be like, oh, it's, you know, it's 1984. It's, you know. Yeah, it is. Well, it is. But, you know. It's, it's just not from the government. It's, you know, this it's more like Alien than 90, 1984. It's like Alien yeah. with the global, uh, the the uh, the global or universal corporation, right? Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's really what it is. But. Yeah, no. But so it's going to take a lot of of harassment up front. I think sure, like sure. this product is going to be sort of laughed at a little bit. It's going to be, there's going to be a lot of fear that stems out of it up front, but ultimately this is going to be used for, for 
share, you know, sharing and, and purchasing and, and, and a heck of a lot more than that. I mean, like you mentioned, let's, let's talk about other, you know, other things that can be done with, with the body data. Like ultimately you might be doing, um, sign Like you might use this as a, as a personal identity device. Sure. Um, and you know, you might even use it for, I mean, probably not the echo look, but this is a step towards camera, like a, a, a um, machine vision for like, even like gaming, <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. Well, that's um, been around, right? Xbox has had yeah. a camera for five years, um, which uh, has been able to do crazy things. Like even since your heart rate based on, you know, small color fluctuations in your face and your skin. Right. Yeah. And, and so, uh, this stuff, you know, there's a whole, there's a, an avid tinkerer, like maker community around the, the Xbox, uh, connect, um, the, the, the camera system. Uh, yeah. it is a, it is an extremely powerful camera system that has a whole open source community around it. Um, I'm just thinking about the, you know, the way that you can pair a connected device like this in your life with everything that you do, um, which is crazy. Um, but if you follow me for a minute, like, you know, your workout intensity, right? Your, you know, your, uh, almost like a accountability, like, Hey, I mean, this sounds terrible. Uh, and people are going to hate me for this, but you know, maybe it can call out the fact that it looks like you're putting on a little bit of weight and suggest some, you know, Oh, definitely. You, you know, yeah. uh, it, it can it can actually make suggestions to you on your Amazon Fresh order <laughs> if you, yeah. you want to eat a little healthier. You know, things like that that I think are are crazy and they sound way far future oh. and are 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 in massive invasions of privacy, but ultimately might lead to you know better quality of life. Yeah, I don't definitely. Know. Think about this, and maybe like Amazon merchants, sellers on Amazon will even have like a Echo Look approved. It's like batch that they put on things like, yeah, uh, you, you, you ultimately like this will drive better selling, uh, on Amazon, better association of products, like, like, sure. you know, making sure that you're, you're, you're buying a complete outfit that actually makes sense. Um, it, it, it could, yeah. yeah, it could lead to all kinds of really cool additional benefits to us as consumers that, that, that we're going to say, yeah, we don't really care about the risk. We're going to do this because it's going to help us get that job, right? We're going to, we're going to step into our Amazon look before going to an interview, of course. Um, and so, you know, it, I think, um, or Jeez. going on that, going on that dates, um, sure. or whatever it is, you know, it, yeah. And, and once it has like a good reference for you, I mean, the ability for it to maybe even like we've been talking about AR, right? What if, what if AR doesn't have to be through a viewport? What if, what if, right. the, what if the AR is just a body model of you that you can virtually try on clothes on amazon.com, right? It does like, because it's built this perfect model of you, you can see how clothes would actually fit, right? You can see how they would look on you, uh, I don't know. I'm like, there is so much that can happen from this. Uh, at the same time, to be a little bearish on it, it, it also makes me a little. <laughs> it makes me a little worried because Amazon has uh, a habit of uh, having these uh, sort of groundbreaking products that sort of have a lot of initial uh, iteration and get, but then they sort of stall out. You know, you look at the Echo. Yeah. 
The dot hasn't been revved uh, since August last year. The Echo's feature release is basically, you know, whittled down to, you know, like basically nothing right now. Meanwhile, Google Home just uh, you know just announced uh, uh, support for multi-voice recognition uh, and personalized voice recognition for up to six people, I think, in a household. Um, gosh, like they're they're Amazon's you know eighteen month lead is. Uh, being dwindling. slowly whittled away. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, although I, I mean, it definitely. Uh, did you see that you that they released their fire, their fifty dollars fire with with Alexa on it? No, I didn't. Yeah. yeah. So, it. I mean, that's. I mean, that's not as big of a deal. But that's a screen plus Alexa in a fifty dollars device. That's pretty impressive. It is. It is. It is a. Uh, you know what? I. I when when I heard first that Echo Look. When I heard that name, because I, I didn't know what it was yet, but when I heard the name, the very first thing that came to mind was, oh, finally, an Alexa with a screen. Like, that's that's what I thought it was going to be. Um, but I guess the fire is that then. Um, yeah. At a, cheap, I mean, at, at a ridiculously cheap price, considering that the Echo Dot without a screen and can't do much of anything compared to a fire uh, is $50, right? Right. Yep. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, obviously, it doesn't have a speaker. Uh, or the a minimal speaker, the fire speaker is junk, but <laughs> it's, <laughs> um, but it is amazing that someone could get in at that price point, um, and, and have access to, sure. I mean, think about, think about that. Think about what we have access to for $50. Yeah. It is mind blowing to oh, me. It is being subsidized by them, you know, sort of, you know, getting, selling, all, get on, get, you know, selling <laughs> stuff to you, but also getting data, <laughs> Um, you know, getting, getting the, the sort of, you know, the look and insight into the types of things that you're, you know, browsing for that you're surfing online, it helps them build a better product. Right. And I, I think that, you know, there is some subsidy there, um, but it wouldn't be unlike Amazon to, <laughs> to, uh, basically, I don't know, to, to, you know, do things at a loss for some time to get some consumer insight. That's a very common thing. Um, all right. Well, we're gosh, man, this has been a, an amazing episode so far. Uh what what could we uh what could we be closing up with here? Which which topic do you want to hit? Man, there's so much good stuff to talk about that we that we didn't get to. Um gosh, uh, uh where do we uh, even I don't I know. Mean, well, we didn't, what, we, we just let's run through a few things we didn't touch on and and maybe we'll 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 stump we'll start we'll stop start talking about one of them at yeah, length. Yeah, sure, <laughs> sure. Uh we were going to talk about how there was litigation in in um or there was a it was a law that was trying to be passed in illinois to stop to stop uh to, to put some uh, constraints on um uh location-based gaming pidgey's law they were calling it pidgey's but it didn't law even, didn't even yeah. make it past the committee didn't even make it past the committee so uh putting restrictions around location-based uh, activity, at least in America, is is not really happening. <laughs> well, we need like I know that. I, where do you stand on this? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we we, we like spoke about might... it a bunch last year. I mean, yeah. I, I think somebody somewhere should be able to take legal action if they don't want a pokey stop at their house to sure. to be able to through you know through through whether it's. Uh, uh, you know, a lawsuit or, you know, through some sort of government inter intervention, there needs to be some means of controlling 
that sort of thing that's thrust upon you. You know, you have no, the real world is the real world and you have rights and, and privacy and, you know, property lines and you, 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 those things don't exist in the digital space and those things can be thrust on you without your. Well, I think there's a way to request them to be gone. Actually, there is. Well, there is. Yeah, like you can yeah. go to, you can go to Nintendo and you can say, I, I, I don't want this. Right. Yeah. But you, what you can't do is, is uh, if they deny the request or for some reason aren't being responsive about it, or if it's somehow harming you or your family, you, there's no means of government intervention. Right. Which yeah. is, you know, what this law was, you know, sort of doing. Now, I, I don't think government is the solution for everything. Um, but there are times where only the government can intercede. And I think in general, we'll have to wait for that precedent to be set. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's interesting. Man, uh, it yeah. is interesting. Man, uh, okay. So next time we need to talk about contextual commerce a yep. little bit more because that yep. was a big point of emphasis at the Imagine Conference by PayPal. Sure. Um, I think it's, and we've talked about it for a long time. We just haven't called it that really. Um that's their term for it. Um, I want to talk about Messenger 2, 2.0. And uh, and then um, I think maybe we should talk about Walmart and their strategy with Mark Lore right now. Um, we can Ooh. get into that a little bit. I know. Yeah, that's, but, uh, but yeah, gosh. That said, let's let's save that for next time. Yeah, we uh, also, we, we have, and we have a ton of really awesome guests coming up that we can't even tell you about. Oh uh, man, I'm so, so excited about that. Yeah, yeah, we're really like, like crazy, crazy good wow. guests. Wow! Um, people in um, in 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 sort of at the uh, height of uh, the cutting edge of uh, commerce and apparel, yeah. you know, yeah. and uh, yeah. and athletic uh, athletic wear and that sort of thing. So really excited for some of the things coming up. But uh, thank you for listening to Future Commerce, and uh, we want you to take part in the show and uh, give. Uh, your voice to the show. Uh, so give us some feedback. You can uh, hit us up on futurecommerce.fm to do that. And if you're subscribed on iTunes or uh, Google Play, we want you to leave us a five-star review uh, over there. Make sure that you catch every episode by subscribing. Uh, and you can listen at any time on your Amazon Echo with the phrase, Alexa, <laughs> play Future Commerce podcast. But uh, until next time. Keep looking towards the future. See ya. <laughs>